What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Not great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Tons going on. Bottom of the hour will be Cray News with Kay. We've got news on Sam Elliott and some Western that I guess had gay overtones or something. There's a big hubbub coming out of Hollywood over this thing. Also, uh, possible UFO contact or paranormal contact. I think it's paranormal contact with some military members, and they've got, they're going through some PTSD over the Very odd stories today, but that's why it's Cray News. We'll have that for you coming up. Uh, we also have the back and forth between Tulsi Gabbard and Mitt Romney, and um, I'm just waiting for somebody who's on Romney's side to, to out Gabbard for what she said that's incorrect. They aren't doing it. Yeah, they're calling her treasonous and everything else. And, of course, you know what, Carrie, of course you had the, uh, the view had to jump into that one. Of course they did. Why not, right? The View. I mean, why, why, why the hell not? We've got that and a stupid email for you. Hey, awesome. On a Monday. All right, this one's really stupid. You know what I mean? Did you respond to it? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Did I? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that is the chocolate mm. voice. Polo's here. Sam getting her done, as always. Well, I think that I actually mentioned it on Friday. The guy's calling out how many words I knew to the to the parody from last week before I wrote it or something. And it turned, he finally told me today what he's all butthurt about. I guess he submitted lyrics once, and I said I don't do lyrics. That got me in trouble. I'm not gonna say his name because I think he wants me to. I'm not going to give him that notoriety or fame. Not going to happen. But I will present the case, and you tell me if maybe I've done something wrong. I just don't understand. I've listened to a lot of talk radio in my life. I've never kept on listening to a person I thought was a liar. Let me just say that. If you think I'm a liar, why would you listen to me? Stop. Move on. Go, go hear the truth elsewhere. You know what I mean? I'm glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to. That's what we do. All right. Um, so I get this email the other day, which didn't seem to make sense to me. I was like, I, I honestly don't know what this guy means. And I thought it was from a guy who has emailed me before with stuff that I did understand. So I'm like, okay, okay well, maybe, maybe I'm just missing it. So the email is, now keep in mind, CJ, my daughter CJ, we were talking the other day, and she said, I, I think I have a good idea for a parody, and it's some song, and it's called, 
I think it's called Beer or Gas or Beer or Gasoline or something like that. I wasn't familiar with the song. Chris, somebody did it back in the mid-2000s. Polo thinks he was on some... Polo, was it you who said that he was on some sort of a talent show? American Idol or something? Yeah, but I think somebody said it was like National Star or something. Okay, so it's some country thing. Okay. Um, and again, I was not familiar with the song, but I thought the song made sense because instead of beer or gas or beer or gasoline, I made it food or gasoline. And I was not familiar with the song whatsoever. So I listened to it probably 10 times, maybe 20 times to get the cadence of the song, to feel the chord changes. And then I wrote the song. Well, apparently that makes me a liar. Hmm. So that, well, this guy writes me and he says this. How many words in that song you'd never heard of that your daughter CJ suggested did you use for the lyrics? You cry that listeners not give you lyric suggestions, but a country song you never heard of. I'm interested in knowing how many lyrics of your own did you use? And I said, hey, Brian, what exactly is your problem? (laughs) Find the original song and decide for yourself. And you purposely coming off like an idiot? I said, are you purposely coming off like an idiot? He writes me back, like, he waited three days. I guess he really had to think about what the, what the response was going to be. And actually, just said his first name, by the way. No, you just talk out of your backside of your ass. Now, is there really a backside of the ass? I think it's always, uh, the, the whole thing's the backside, oh, isn't it? I would think so. Because the front know. side of the ass would be something completely different, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, let's not go there. Can we get a doctor on the line? Actually. Hmm. like to know. So I talk out of the backside of my ass. More commonly than I realize, how dare you send me lyrics? I have never did that, by the way. It, have is going to be is going to be perfect, so it'd be I've never done that. Here to help. Um, but here's a song I've never heard in my 55 year life, and my daughter suggested it. So boom, done. So Brian, I guess, has a problem with me listening to the song, learning about the song, writing words that would fit the cadence and the phrasing of the song. That makes me a liar. So now, now he's saying I knew the song and I either used all the lyrics of the song and changed one word or I'm just a big fat lying liar and I had the song written uh, off somewhere. My daughter didn't even suggest it. It's how stupid this whole thing is. He says, I have three adult children and I, and I get it, but I also had a boss for a decade that was a pompous ass and could never be wrong. At the same time, he was wrong and spoke out of his ass. This guy likes to say, I think he's mm-hmm. got a fixation. He's got a fixation. Then he says something about six or seven months ago, I got something wrong, and I didn't say that, but you did say that, and the caller called you out, and then your staff had to correct you. I, I remember being you wrong. not respond. No, I didn't respond to that email. one. Okay. Uh, oh, no, no, I think I did. I think I just said kiss my ass. Uh, I think I did oh, say, okay. I think I just said kiss my ass. But I do remember one thing, and I, and I stood corrected because I, I didn't think I said it, but I did say it, and then I explained what I meant by it. But that's one time in 32 years that I can remember. Now, there probably are other times. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not, not human. I'm, I'm a mere mortal. So I'm going to misspeak because I, I speak a lot. That's what I do for a living. But, it, it, Carrie, am I missing something here? So my daughter didn't really suggest it. I really did know the song. Yeah. I stole almost all the words of the song. And then I made a, a song that I pretended was, was my own. And all of that happened because I'm so arrogant that I wouldn't take his lyrics. Or somebody else's lyrics. part of that. I really, really don't. No, those are one of the emails that you just need to ignore. I mean, does anybody who listens to this program really think that I lie about whether I knew a song or not? Carrie, what do I gain? Well, nothing. Nothing. Now, clearly, Bri Bri here is so freaked out over my talent. Mm. What? 
He's so okay, he's like, there's going. no way any guy on this planet can be that good to make a song that good that fast on a song that he didn't know that was suggested by his daughter. It all must be a lie. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? How stupid is that? People, that's pretty dumb. Did it? Stupid. That day, yes, that day when you did that song, didn't yes. you say that you went and you kept listening to the song over and over and over so you could get the phrasing right? Yes, I listened to it 10 to 20 times. Yeah, I mean... And even as I was writing it, I would go back and make sure that I get the right number of words and syllables in. Right. But Brian doesn't think the work went in. I just made it. I just <laughs> lied. And it was my favorite song my whole life. I decided to I use mean, it. that's that's not even like the genre of music you listen to, number one. It's not. It's, it's in not. the 2000s, so you clearly would know it anyway. Right. So, I mean. I haven't listened to almost any music at all since I've been doing talk radio. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I had to learn the song and be, I guess it's a compliment. I guess it's a, I, he's like, there's no way he could have done it that good or that well. And sorry. I mean, my bad. I'll, I'll suck next time. I mean, what am I supposed to say to that, Carrie? There's nothing really you can say it about that. I mean. The reason I went back and forth with the guy is he's written me before. He's engaged in the show. He seems uh-huh. to like the show. But he's been holding a grudge for seven months because I got one thing wrong seven months ago. <laughs> and I'm just lying about not knowing the song, and I stole it. Now, you can go and compare my words to the actual song words. I changed them with almost everything. I mean, some of the hooks, I think there was one sentence that I was like, nah, I'm not changing that. That fits perfectly in this one. Am I required to change every word, Lockie? Is that the, is that the story? No, you are not, actually. No. There are no rules, you know, for this. Clearly, in his head, anyway, there are rules. So everybody calm down. Let me just say this, CJ. Thanks. What? She got me in trouble with Bri Bri. No, CJ, it was a great idea. She knows it was a great idea. And and I played it again on the weekend, like two or three times on the weekend. I played that song like six times on the air. If I stole all the words, why would I even dare do that? I have no idea. Like outing myself? Like I just just changed the word beer to food. That's all I did. And they just, just racked it up. Let's go. It probably wasn't me singing the harmonies either. What a doofus. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that stupid email from a stupid guy uh, on a Monday. All right, uh, Carrie, you've got the back and forth between uh, Tulsi and uh, and Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. and and I just I, I don't. What is Mitt Romney's deal? It's like Tulsi Gabbard is acting like a conservative. Mitt Romney's acting like a liberal. Fill me in. From Newsmax, Senator Mitt Romney harshly condemned former Representative Tulsi Gabbard for comments she made in recent days about U.S. biological laboratories in Ukraine. Business Insider reported on Monday. Tulsi Gabbard's parroting false Russian propaganda, Romney tweeted, her treasonous lies may well cost lives. Russia spread a baseless claim the U.S. is funding the development of bioweapons and labs in Ukraine, a move which the U.S. warned could indicate Moscow is planning to use chemical weapons against Ukraine, according to Business Insider. In response to Romney's comments, Gabbard on Monday wrote on Twitter, you've called me a treasonous liar for stating the fact that there are 25 plus U.S. funded biolabs in Ukraine, which if breached would release and spread deadly pathogens to U.S. slash world and therefore must be secured in order to prevent new pandemics. Bizarrely, you claim that securing these labs or even calling for securing these labs is treasonous and will lead to a loss of life when the exact opposite is obviously true. The spread of pathogens is what will cause the loss of life, not the prevention of such spread. Gabbard took another swipe at Romney, requesting he please provide evidence that what I said is untrue and treasonous. If you cannot, you should do the honorable thing, apologize, and resign from the Senate. Who was the source on that? 
Uh, this is Newsmax. Okay. Listen, I even put a TikTok out on this. It's got like fifty or 60,000 views on it. It's, it's a very simple equation. Mitt Romney said what she's saying is spreading false Russian propaganda and it is, um, it's treasonous. Now, all I want from Mitt Romney and nothing else is for him to tell me what she got wrong. Because you'll note that he didn't say, you're, what you're saying is factually untrue. There are not any bio labs in Ukraine. No, he said that she's spreading false Russian propaganda and it's treasonous. But he didn't back it up at all. He just said it, I guess, thinking she would go away. And Tulsi Gabbard, who just doesn't seem to care in a very good way, says, not only should you apologize, I'll make you go ahead and resign, Mittens. You step right down. I don't know why he goes there. But then again, and Carrie, maybe during the break you can verify this, wasn't it Mitt Romney's son-in-law or son or somebody who was on the board of directors at Burisma, which is where Hunter Biden worked? Let me check. So check that out. We'll do a break. When we come back, your thoughts about Mitt Romney again acting like a lib, Tulsi Gabbard again acting like either a moderate or a conservative, and this back and forth with no meat whatsoever on the bones from Mitt Romney. And when she questions him, he doesn't back it up. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Hi, great to have you. It is a Motown Monday, the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Cray News with Kay at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. So I, I, I'm getting some sketchy attempts to not connect the Pelosi's with the Biden's with the Kerry's. But let's get, what, what fact check um, organization are you using? Uh, this is, let me see. Something, this is called Lead Stories Fact okay. Check. Okay. Um. Because I've got some other, I mean, Snopes is saying it. I've got some other that, that are saying that mm. none of their sons right. were connected with right. with Burisma. They were not on the board of Burisma. Right. But the and way they're wording it is what questions they get. Yeah, go, go ahead. What is it? What is your say? No, because you, you, they also talk about Nancy Pelosi's son, um, along with Romney's and John Kerry. And they're saying none of them uh, had their sons on the board of Burisma Holdings. But you notice no. that they're not saying that none of them had any business in oil, gas, or energy in Ukraine. Uh, right. It's all very interesting how they're saying it. So I've got this from World Net Daily, and you can take it how you want it. I mean, Dr. Jerome Corsi comes from there. Um, they have got some really good stories. Some stories have been debunked in the past. Um, but let me just give you what they say in February of 2020. 
not just the Bidens, Kerry, Romney, Clintons, Pelosi, Soros are all tied to Ukraine. This is from the W, the, the World Net Daily staff. All right. It's not only former President John, uh, Joe Biden, former Vice President Joe Biden, his son Hunter, who have been accused of having nefarious connections to Ukraine. Former Secretary of State John Kerry, Senator Mitt Romney, Bill and Hillary Clinton, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, left-wing billionaire activist George Soros, also have been named in investigative reporting, points out the gateway pundits, Joe Hoft. Biden, uh, Hunter Biden is known for receiving more than $3 million from a corrupt Ukrainian firm, Burisma, beginning two months after his father became Obama's point man for Ukraine policy. Joe Biden is on record boasting that he pressured Ukraine with the threat of um, withholding aid to fire the country's general prosecutor he was, who was investigating Burisma. On Sunday, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, who is pressing for investigation of the Biden, scolded Face the Nation um, host Margaret Brennan, saying establishment media is so in the tank on the Biden scandal. So, regarding John Kerry, this, this story says, Hoff pointed out, so they're, they're now, now they're linking to the Gateway Pundit. Hoff pointed out that in early 2014, the former Massachusetts senator visited Ukraine, offered a billion dollars in aid shortly after uh, protesters took over the government. At the time, the Russian-backed president fled to Moscow and Russia invaded Ukraine. Also in early 2014, Kerry's top campaign fundraiser, Devin Archer, visited Biden in the White House. Biden then visited the campaign, and Archer, along with Hunter Biden, were named uh, on the board of Burisma Holdings, Ukraine's largest natural gas producer. You know what I mean? So Kerry's top fundraiser is also on the board with Hunter Biden and somehow Mitt Romney's involved in this. So the story, the fact check, you're right, Kerry. The fact checkers are saying Nancy Pelosi, Mitt Romney, John Kerry's children were not on the board. Mm-hmm. But then they don't expand it all. They just say that that's not true. Not on the board. Okay. Burisma hired uh, Kerry's former chief of staff, David Leiter, as a lobbyist. Kolminsky had been, uh, um, been placed on U.S. Uh, visa ban list, then the ban list was soon removed. The month before Biden's last trip to Ukraine, all investigations of Burisma were closed. On Biden's last day in office, Burisma and the Democratic Party connected Atlantic Council signed cooperation agreements. Hoff pointed out that a video had surfaced of Kerry bragging that he, Obama and Biden, wanted the Ukrainian prosecutor looking into Burisma, Victor Shokin, to be fired. Meanwhile, the Huffington Post reported that shortly after President Trump was inaugurated, a former top CIA official reported to be top Romney aide joined the border Burisma. So it wasn't his son. Mitt Romney had an aide, a top aide, that joined Burisma. Joseph Coffer Black was hired to lead the company's security and strategic development efforts, the report said. All right, so Mitt Romney had a top aide that was on the board. Now, when it comes to Pelosi's kid, it appears as though he was involved in oil and gas in California, and ended up doing some business in Ukraine, but not necessarily for Burisma. You see how they do it, Carrie? How do you keep up with that? I know. I know. You know what I mean? So how do you, how do you as a news person find the truth? How do I, as the talk show host, find the truth? You don't. I, I, mean, they, they, I think there are 18 different levels here, and how do you possibly ever get back to it? But there is some sort of connection. I, I can say this via World Net Daily and via the Gateway Pundit. There is some connection between Pelosi, Romney, Kerry, the Clintons, and the Bidens, all somehow connected to Ukraine. Now, why haven't we had an oversight commission look into this yet? I don't know. You know, we have to have back on. Ron Johnson knows a lot about Hunter Biden. We have to have, we have, to have him back on to talk about this. So uh, what did I say? It was Romney's uh, um, either son or son-in-law. It was, and it was a top aide. So there's a connection there, a top-level connection there. And how is it, Carrie, that they all get a job at the same freaking business in Ukraine of all places? I know. And they're all getting paid. Hanny. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird, isn't it? 
It is. Very. I find it to be really, really weird. All right, I've got Jay. I've got less than a minute, but it's all yours. Let's go. Joe Pags. Come Jay on, brother. Delray, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Talk to me. Hello. Living the dream, my friend. Got about 45 seconds. Come on. Hello. Nah, right, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? Carrie, at some point you say, you know, Jay, well, I've got like almost. 20 seconds. He's going to start speaking. I'm going to hang up on him. Uh, Somebody's going to get mad at me. Um, uh, Jay, I was talking to you. I don't know if your phone receiver isn't working, or maybe I wasn't speaking loudly enough, because I am kind of quiet, if you think about it. I'm kind of kind of a dulcet tone. But what? Really loud. Couldn't hear you. Kind of obnoxious. Really oh. chocolatey. Really chocolate. Uh, no, no. Okay, I'm can Brad chocolate. can Brad calm down? Yay, chocolate voice is back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brad. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We come back. It'll be great news with Kay. We talk about this movie. This I, I'd never heard of the movie before, and I guess the, the person who made the movie was comparing herself to the Serena and, and Venus sisters, uh, the Williams sisters. I don't get that. Um, I'm confused by it all, but we, all, we spell it all out in the interview. Keep it here. This is The Joe Pags Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. She's a part of the family, and she's on here at least once a week. This week, it'll be even more than that. It's Kay Smythe. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good, Joe. How are you? I'm doing great. A a, a marvelous writer over at Daily Caller. She leads some of their stories just about every day. The last week, you've been on fire over there. Plus, you'll see her Sunday mornings, at least, on Newsmax TV. Great job with Ellis Hennigan. I I didn't interview the guy, but I I debated him, I think it was like 14, 15 years ago. He's fun to debate. He's kind of a pain in in the ass, but he's fun to debate. Great job yesterday. Do you like doing that kind of thing? I love it. I was telling um, Carl, who hosts the Wake Up America show, it was the first time I've ever done Newsmax. I've done Newsmax a lot over the last um, like few months since about December. And it was the first time I ever did it and wasn't shaking. And I wanted to keep going. Yeah. And I was suddenly like, oh, hey, I actually kind of like this TV thing. And then so afterwards, <laughs> I got a text asking if I was available to do it often on Sunday mornings. And, you know, like I, I like to hedge myself. I could get fired tomorrow. I mean, I'm not even getting paid. So, you know, I could get dropped tomorrow but as far as i'm concerned like it's it's joe pags and it's newsmax and that's my media that's that's what i love to listen to that's what i like to do and it's yeah i mean debating is pretty easy actually i thought you were great because um you you look like you lit right up you're like all right let's go then you're talking about monty python you're all over the place (laughs) and and and, uh you really i mean he knew that he was in for it because you almost see the look in his face change where he was like smiling then he was like Oh, no. What is, what, is, what is she doing? So I, I just thought it was great. Great job with that. Uh, of course, again, a great writer at Daily Caller. You're doing tons of four or five stories a day. And I want to get to some of these. I hadn't even heard about this one. Uh, the Pentagon investigator, a Pentagon investigator, claims military service members experienced paranormal activity. When and where did this happen? And why haven't I heard about this before? 
Okay, so this is one of my favorite stories, and I was actually kind of amazed that uh, the team let me write this one up because it was it was a bit of a stretch to begin with. But the more I read into it, the the, the scarier it got. So there's this place, Joe, out in Utah called the Skinwalker Ranch, okay. which is apparently it's cursed ground. Like Native Americans, they won't even acknowledge that it exists. Wow. Like that's how cursed it is. Like they'll look over towards this plot of land. I, I think it's about 500 acres something like that I could okay. be wrong um and they won't eat they'll pretend like it's not in their line of sight because it's such a cursed place and uh the legend is that um there were there's like the whole place is full of skinwalkers skinwalkers are these sort of like humans slash animal hybrids oh it's just so scary it's so what? paranormal skinwalkers so, okay okay let me back up i'm old so, i've never heard of skinwalkers go ahead you've never Oh my, okay, so just look up Skinwalker Ranch. It is okay. the scariest thing you'll ever look up in it your life. sounds nasty, I'll be honest with you. There's loads of paranormal activity that goes on there. I mean, okay. really weird stuff, like at, like cattle mutilations, um, like they've seen weird lights. And so the story I wrote today was basically uh, this one sailor um, in the Navy, that's all they kind of said about him, and then two Marines were sent to Skinwalker Ranch to... Just do some work there that, again, we don't we don't know what the work was because it was while the ranch was owned by this guy called Robert Bigelow, who okay. hasn't released any information really on what him and his research team discovered there. Sort of like one of those like UFO paranormal hotspot like research places like, you know, whatever. Um, that's a that's a technical description. Yes, whatever is definitely technical. Um, yes. But uh these guys, here's here's the weird thing. I've heard loads of stories about people going to Skinwalker Ranch and experiencing very strange phenomena, okay. like really weird stuff. And I don't want to get into it because I won't sleep tonight, and I don't want your <laughs> listeners to go through that either. I don't want to go um, through it. Don't. But, but how is our military involved? So, well, these three, the two Marines and this chap, this like naval intelligence officer. After they left the ranch, weird stuff kept happening to them. So they'd sort of wake up in the middle of the night and they would be very acutely aware that there was someone else in the room with them. They would see these sort of like glowing orbs around their properties. Um, the scariest thing, and this is the headline that sort of caught my eye and I was like, okay, I need to dig into this more. So one of the guys, his family, his wife and his two teenage children on two different occasions I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but they saw what appeared to be a wolf human type creature staring at them through the window directly into their homes in Virginia. And now I've Come had on. my fair share of paranormal experiences, <laughs> but hearing that, I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. This is too scary. I don't like it. I've never seen anything alien. I thought right. I did one time, but now I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> But the kind of paranormal stuff that has happened to these incredibly scientific, you know, in intellectual men since leaving Skinwalker Ranch. I've always had this theory that you can take nasty, scary stuff with you. Like if you go to a haunted house or something yeah. like that, or if you go walk around um, an old cemetery, you could quite easily bring something back with you. And that's what I think happened. I think they went to Skinwalker Ranch. They did a bunch of work on this very cursed ground and they took something nasty back with them to DC and Virginia. Have and I wrote an article about it and it really scared me. Have they been drug tested? It sounds, come on, they're hallucinating. They brought something back from Skinwalker Ranch and now it's staring at them through the window? 
Have you never had a paranormal experience like that? I've had a dream where somebody I knew was dead showed up. And I mean, I've had that, but I've never like in my conscious mind, I've never had sort of, okay, well, there's a, a ghost or a something in front of me. I've never had that. No. Should I have I'm, that? I'm, I mean, I, I didn't believe in this stuff. I had a couple of experiences when I was younger yeah. that I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. And then I had one with a group of friends who I actually, I did a podcast about, it. I'm going to have to find it. Um, me and a group of friends went up to big bear and some really weird stuff went down in this house that we were staying in, like really freaky stuff. And as we were talking about it on this podcast, I had my camera and my lights up on a stand. The whole thing just slowly fell to one side as if someone was lowering it to the ground. Wow. Um, we had a bunch of other weird stuff happen in my apartment afterwards. Um, I've got a story oh, about Big like, Bear. Honestly, we could do a whole show on it. It was, uh, and so, we probably so should. Uh, you should do a podcast on it. I'll come and I'll join. But, but uh, I've got a Big Bear story that might explain what you thought you saw. I don't have time to get into it now. I'll tell you later. I'm telling. Okay. It could explain everything. Ksmythe.com. K s m y t h e. dot com. Uh, Ksmythe doing Cray News with K on a Monday. All right. So I have not seen. I don't know the name of. I don't know anything about this. This Western. Here's what I know. It's a gay Western, and one of the manliest men you and I have ever seen, Sam Elliott. He just is. Is is out here lighting it up. And I don't know. I, I thought you were talking about Brokeback Mountain. I didn't know that this was a new movie. So what what is this? Fill me in. Let, I don't know anything. So just start from the start. So about like, I don't know, uh, 10, 10 days ago, two weeks ago, I get a note from my editor. Hey, did you see Sam Elliott made these comments about the power of the dog? And I don't know if you've seen the power of the dog. It is literally one oh. of the most boring films of all time. You actually like, had to watch the movie? Painful. Like, I would honestly rather sit there and like pick my own like nail varnish off than watch <laughs> this film for two hours. It's It was so bad. And it's about and, gay people? You know, I spend a lot of time with cowboys. Yes. I understand what that kind of lifestyle is like. Watch the film. I was like, not only is this like not Montana, like it's just so obviously not Montana, but they keep saying it's filmed in Montana. Right. Um, but also like this is not what ranching and cowboy life is like. And so Sam Elliott basically said the same thing, but he said it far more eloquently and funnily. And so my editor was like, oh, you've got to like write up these comments. And so I wrote them up. And the headline that was used on the article, I guess, kind of caught fire a little bit. And since then, it's like every single day, some liberal outlet has come out and said, oh, Sam Elliott said these awful things. Like I wrote a follow up article about all the different outlets that didn't like Sam Elliott's comments. And then after that, we had um, the actual stars of the film, Benedict Cumberbatch and this uh, Australian kid uh, they basically tried to shame Sam Elliott for his comments and actually came off looking like really pretentious, <laughs> toxic men. So I wrote an I article it. about that as well. I'm glad. And that article has done very well. And then now the film is well, well, hold on. Well, no, hold on. Guys, got to stop you there. Uh, th- this is a movie. It's a film about about cowboys and they're gay. Is that the story? Well, like, it's, like, hinted that they're, like, gay at the end, basically. It's such a bad film, Joe. You can't even tell. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. Uh, but, but Sam, Sam yeah, Elliott so says, watch it. those aren't cowboys. I mean, he's got that voice and everything. So what, what, did, what did he say? He just said, that's not a cowboy movie like I know or something? 
We can't really repeat what he said on the show. Okay. There's a lot of effing and blinding. It's how I normally talk when the cameras aren't rolling. Okay. So so he says something very funny and very but but his point is, you know, we're making cowboy movies that aren't really like cowboys. And and that was yeah. his point. So so what is Jane Jane Campion or Campion, however she says it, is the filmmaker. What does she say to to this 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 hubbub that's going on from Sam Elliott? Well, she on Saturday came out like Variety asked her her feelings on it. And she basically turned around and was like, oh, I think he's like being sexist. Like, I'm surprised that anyone would say that in this day and age. But then on Sunday, she went and made a bunch of really sexist and racist comments about Venus and Serena Williams, literally <laughs> in her acceptance speech for the Best Director Award. And so, Joe, here's here's the thing, though, right? Like, my favorite aspect of this whole drama is that Sam Elliott's sitting there voicing his opinion for, like, maybe a minute and a half right. on Mark, Mar- Mar- Mark Maron's podcast. Right. And now every single member of this film has been asked about it in the press because Sam Elliott is basically more popular and more interesting than this stupid film. Oh, tons more, um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of magical. I love Sam Elliott. I think he's such a cool dude. Kate, you know A-list people. You've dated people that we would know, <laughs> names that we know. Um, how pretentious are these people in Hollywood? I mean, how disconnected is she? Because I think Jane Campion said something to the effect that her job is harder than the job of Venus and Serena Williams because they get to play against the women, which I found to be, What? Are you stupid? Yeah. These people have dominated their sport for 20 years because they worked their asses off from the time they were little girls. And she she tried to denigrate that or make it not as important as her dumb role making a, a, a gay cowboy movie. So how yeah, pretentious and, are like, they? How, how disconnected are these people in Hollywood? So I would say um, on a scale of 1 to 10, they're about a 15. Um, I think <laughs> Jane Campion, like I'm not an advocate for violence, but her comments and the way that she speaks to people, she needs a slap. You know, there are a very British slap, a very, in a very British way, like the queen would with the, with the gloves. Yeah. With a glove, you know, just like a little backhand. Um, but no, like she, she was so condescending. She's condescending in a lot of what she does. And she also comes from a really privileged background. You know, her father was a theater director. Her mother was an actress with like an MBE or something. So, you know, for her to turn around and be like, I've done a harder job than you, Venus Crazy. and Serena Williams. I've had to fight men. Like, Venus and Serena Williams, I think, have both triumphed in mixed doubles as well. So, I mean, right. just like the sheer ignorance. And where they came family. from to make something of themselves is such a big deal. Yeah, what's interesting is I, I, I look at Hollywood and I've interviewed some, some pretty big names and they seem very real. If you had to put a percentage on it, is it 10% are real people? 90% are, are pretentious idiots? Is it not that bad? Is it 50-50? If you had to do a split, they can't all be like that. No, I mean, like with my biases, I would say it's probably like a 90-10. And wow. I also say that you and I, I think we also know quite a lot of the same people yes. at this point in right. entertainment. And so, like, my mind goes to the more sort of like wholesome down-to-earth members of the entertainment community the people who realize like i think actually it was tucker carlson i could be wrong but he said something like you know everyone in entertainment is immediately replaceable and i think if you have a public facing career 
unless you go into it every single day with that kind of mindset of like, I'm immediately replaceable. I can be as nice as possible or I can be Jane Campion right. in this right. situation. You know, well, like, well, well, I'll say this. And you know, what I, I try to know a lot about a lot. I'd never heard of her before your story. I'd never heard of her. So the fact that she thinks that she's who she thinks she is, maybe she should have taken the Tucker Carlson tact and said, maybe if I'm nicer and maybe I can get myself out there, maybe people understand what it is that I do face when I go up against these other directors or other filmmakers. But instead, she wanted us almost like Anderson Cooper, whose mother, you know, is, is Gloria Vanderbilt. Yeah. Like, like we should kiss his ass because he's worked so hard to be a great journalist. Well, no, you had a bit of a, a leg up. Now, if you do a good job, I'll, I'll congratulate you. But to act like you're, you're the same as Venus and, and Serena Williams is just stupid. That's just dumb. Oh. Yeah, there's nothing There's nothing more stupid. There's nothing more ignorant. She made herself look really small. She, I just, she's one of those women who doesn't represent women that well. You know what I mean? I do, and, and I wish that she would not do it that way. Well, good for Sam Elliott. I'm glad that you, that you wrote these stories. Go to the Daily Caller, write, uh, see everything that Case Smythe writes, casemythe.com, K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E.com. And, of course, you'll be back here in just a couple of days, filling in for Carrie. That's me. Thank you so much, Appreciate Joe. This you, was so much fun. We always love it. It's uh, Cray News with Kay. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hey, thanks a lot for stopping by a Motown Monday. The Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Kay with the Cray News. Good stuff there. Uh, some interesting, crazy stuff there for sure. Let me tell you about Stamps.com. Stamps.com makes it happen and saves you a trip to the post office, saving you time, saving you money. Trip, you could skip that trip, he said. Well, listen, they're great at the post office. I like hanging out. Sometimes I just go there and just hang out. But if you're running a small business and you're trying to build that business and you're doing online selling, why wouldn't you save some money and save some time by going with Stamps.com? For two decades, Stamps.com has been an indispensable partner for over a million businesses Get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off of USPS rates, 76% off of UPS. All you need is a computer and a standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in just a few minutes. Printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. Go to the website right now. It's stamps.com, just like it sounds, stamps.com. Click on that microphone on the top. Use my code PAGS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, a digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Go to stamps.com. Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page and then enter my code PAGS. Stamps.com, keyword P-A-G-S, start saving money and start saving it right now. Carrie, I've got a little bit of time for you. You've got to give me this Kyrie Irving thing because this is just stupid. Um, yeah, TMZ Sports, Kyrie Irving is throwing New York City's vaccine mandate policy right back at its face on primetime TV, taking a home game maskless from the stands, but not able to step onto the court. Now, the awkward scene played out live Sunday during the Nets' home game against the Knicks. In this capacity as a spectator, he is totally okay to not wear a mask and move about. That's now New York City's policy on events like this, regardless of vaccine status, but their rule pertaining to private employees hasn't changed. Namely, those folks have to be vaccinated and Kyrie isn't. Just so that I understand, he could be in the stands. He could he could say hello to the players and there's video of him saying hello to the players. He can't go in the locker room. Polo says they got fined $50,000 from going in the locker room. The whole thing is just so stupid, pop culture. 
It's just dumb. It doesn't. I want it to make sense, and it doesn't. Paul, what do you have? And then now to this. Uh, Justice Willett's lawyers um, have filed an emergency motion Monday asking the judge to, to let Jesse out from prison while his appeal is pending. They're claiming that he is, um, I guess they fear that he could be harmed physically or by COVID while he's in jail. Well, what about the other people in jail? Only Jesse is going to be harmed by that kind of stuff? I, I guess they say that he has, uh, a, 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 like he's immune compromised, so he, he's extra sensitive wow. to the possibility of getting COVID. They're trying everything now. All right, that's Polo, that's Kerry, that's Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.